Hey friends, I'm having a total fangirl moment here today because I have the amazing Jesse from the Millionaire Mompreneur Project on as my guest. I've been following Jesse for a long time. I definitely took a big gulp in reaching out to her to see if she would be willing to come on and pour into this community today. And I thank my lucky stars every minute that I got brave enough to ask her because she said yes, and here she is. Now, if you don't know Jessie, believe me, at the end of this talk, you're going to want to be following her everywhere. So check out the show notes. You want to talk about someone that is finding work-life harmony? Well, she is the epitome of it. She's a former professional race car driver. Yeah, you heard that right. She'll talk about that a little bit. And they just had baby number five. Yes, five. And right now she's only working five hours a week because of the systems and processes that she has put in place for her businesses. So Jesse is going to be sharing some amazing information here today with you guys on just how she structures her time so that she can be all in as a mom and that she can also be all in in creating and building and continuing to grow her incredible businesses. And my favorite quote from this that you guys are going to be hearing is when she says, we attract what we are, not what we want. Well, Jessie is 100% that. She, because of who she is and how amazing she is, she attracts this incredible tribe of women that come in and are so thankful to benefit from all that she shares. So you'll probably want to grab a pencil and paper for this one or maybe come back and listen to it a second time. Let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Semrel. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Okay, so I am so excited, everyone. I am here today. This is like a fangirl moment. (laughs) I have Jesse Bouton with me from the Millionaire Mompreneur Project. And I'm going to give you all the deets at the end on where you need to go so that you can stalk her like I have been doing for such a long time. But I wish you could see our conversation because she is actually rocking her six-week-old beautiful baby boy who happens to be number five in the lineup of her beautiful family. So I think you can already guess why I have Jesse on here to really share some time management tips and strategies on how to be an incredibly successful mompreneur when you've got five kids, one of them being just six weeks old at home. Jesse, you've got such an incredible story starting as your race car driver. So I'd love it for you to just kind of give our audience a little bit of background for folks that don't know you yet, and then we'll dive right in. Yeah, thank you so much, first of all, for having me. I'm super excited to share with you and your audience today. Yeah, so 
former professional race car driver. I joke that there was only two things I ever wanted to be in life, and that was a race car driver and a mom growing up. Got blessed to work my hiney off for five years trying to score a driving job as a professional race car driver and did that for seven years before I decided to retire and follow my other dream of being a wife and mom, right? But it was really hard for me to walk away from that because I had really built an amazing platform. I'm purpose-driven. Obviously, I'm sure most of you who are listening are as well. If you are Megan's people, then I know you are (laughs) purpose-driven. But that's really what happened for me is I had really worked really hard to not only you know be successful driving, I had actually been retiring as the world champion and still now 15 years later hold that title in both the male and the female category. The only reason I'm truly sharing that isn't to toot my horn, but it's because it probably will come into play later as we you know, dive in a little bit deeper on how I'm very much about you know going all in and doing things with a hundred percent effort, but that kind of hustle is not necessarily meaning that you're devoted to it, right? And, and we'll dive into this a whole lot deeper into the time management side. But the point is, is you can be successful even when it's not consuming you, right? It's yeah. very much about the strategy behind the scenes. And so, you know, I decided to walk away from that, become a wife and mom and couple kids in, I was pretty depressed. I missed having that platform to inspire other people. My husband and I owned a brick and mortar physical therapy business that was very, very successful, but I had worked my way where I could take a step back and be home more with the kids. We had a great team of 50 people working for us, but I wasn't a little depressed if we're being honest. I was a lot of depressed. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think so many of us in this entrepreneurial space have, which is almost always how we've landed here with what we're doing, right? I really, you know, kind of took my mess and turned it into my message, as they say, and turned my pain into purpose. But it took me a while to get there. But I ended up finding intentional living techniques and personal development that I believe saved my life, as well as rekindling a relationship with God. And ended up just deciding that I was going to become a certified life coach because it was the only way I was going to stay accountable to my own personal development journey is if I kept other people accountable. And then along the way, I kind of just transitioned into people wanting to know how I had built my 17-year brick-and-mortar physical therapy business to a seven-figure brand as well as my life coaching business. And it just naturally became something that i was passionate to teach women how to actually build a business on their terms. Like you said, where now I'm five kids in deep. I'm currently only working five hours and I really don't have that much help. I do have a team, but not that much help. If I were to do it on my own, I would only work 20 hours a week, right? My team right now is saving me about 15 hours a week. That way I can just show up for what's most important. So kind of a long roundabout way to share with you, but I think it's important for them to understand you all listening that, you know, You really can create anything you want. You just have to first, let's start with envision it, right? And this was what I envisioned a long time ago. And so, you know, I'm an open book, Megan. Please do not hesitate to ask what you think your ladies need to hear, but you can guarantee that I'm going to be here rooting your girls on to create what they want. And if that looks like just 20 hours a week and not hustling your hiney off, because I did that too. It didn't work. Did not serve me. Did not fill my cup up. I hated it. Didn't matter how much money I was making. Exactly. No, I think so many people now are in a place where they feel like in order to be successful, it is, you know, the Gary V 
hustle, 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 80 hour plus kind of a thing. And that's really, yeah, and if that makes that him happy, go for it. Right. I mean, that makes him happy. But us as women and moms, we have other responsibilities that does not make us happy. Right. Yeah. But you're right. We're inspired and motivated by him. I mean, I love me some Gary V, but it's not the life I want. No. So yes, good point. So given that you have five babies <laughs> already, yeah. I know the biggest thing that I hear a lot of women entrepreneurs really struggling with is the first thing that goes, the first thing that goes when they are building a business and having their children is themselves time for themselves. There's no more room for exercise, for good eating, for just, Hey, taking an hour to go for a walk, evening time with the family. I know this is something that is really important to you, particularly with exercise as well. How do you create that priority to make sure that you're not losing yourself between motherhood and your businesses? Yeah, it's a great question. Cause I will say, I kind of fell into that trap too, where I was sacrificing my own sanity. Right. And I'll be honest with you. At one point I was sacrificing my family too. You know, at first I didn't realize it, but that's what it was kind of extending over to when I wasn't taking care of myself then I wasn't taking care of my family the way I should. And so I actually went to a Tony Robbins. I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. (laughs) Yeah, Again, who doesn't love Tony? But I, I went to a conference of his and he started sharing kind of intentional habits he had, the things that he does every single day for him. And based off of that, I kind of created my own. I'm an author of a book called The Rush Revolution. Rush is an acronym I made up for revving up self-happiness. And in there, I share seven infinity factors that I used to empower myself through intentional living techniques that anyone could apply to their own life right then, there, in that moment, right? So what I ended up creating was what I call the Daily Rush Six, and I won't dive in deep to it right now, but is the six things that I do each and every day for me so that I can show up as the best wife, the best mom, friend, daughter, employer, and obviously coach. But what it comes down to is really, really prioritizing and being intentional. And that sometimes is hard because we are tired, right? And you do, you just naturally be like, well, I got to take care of these babies. I got to take care of this business because that's what keeps the things afloat. But at some point you end up not giving your best to that if you are letting yourself be sacrificed. So for me, like one of the things that I do every single day is I make sure to move my body and not because I want to lose weight, but because I know it makes a big difference in how I feel both mentally and physically, right? I eat well most of the time, but that doesn't mean that I don't still eat pizza and beer on Sundays with my family for football or have that cake or like the ho-ho my kid was shoveling down my mouth yesterday. And I was like, Ooh, give me another one of those. She's like, here, mama, you want one? Yes, I do. And put some peanut butter on it. You know, that's genius, (laughs) genius, right? But I do that without guilt because I just am choosing to be intentional and live that daily life for the most part of choosing to work out. I don't go to a gym. I own a gym actually, guys, for goodness sake. My physical therapy clinic is a gym and I do not go to it. I just work out in my basement with my own body weight. We do have some weights and stuff we've acquired over the time, but like, don't make it more complicated than it needs to be, right? I choose to try to feed my mind every single day, whether it be with a book or a podcast or a YouTube video, because I'm like the eternal like student. I want to learn, learn, learn all the time. I'm always choosing to get up before my kids every morning, because if I don't, I mean, again, five kids, 
everything is about them. It is not about me. So I have to get up and have my own personal time, be showered, dressed, you know, taking care of before I get the kids up. And all of that takes intention to choose, right? I wake up at 4.30, but I'm also intentional and I go to bed at eight o'clock. Like I put my kids down seven thirty eight, and I'm right behind right them. Right behind them. Yeah. Yeah. I joke and I say that a lot of us become addicted to things, not necessarily things that are like, you know, drugs or alcohol, but I mean, like we become addicted to anything and everything. So I've chosen to become addicted to those things that I just said to you because they make me feel better versus staying up late to watch TV, right? Mm -hmm. People don't think that TV is an addiction. It is. And I can tell you it is because the only show I watch is This Is Us at the time of this recording, right? This is the, we're in the big heavy part of the season. And if I am not available at 8.55 on Tuesday evenings at Eastern time, I'm like freaking out this kid needs to go to sleep. I got to watch This Is Us, right? Like, I don't want to watch it on demand the next day. I need to see it right then. That's an addiction, right? It's amazing how powerful things outside of us, like simple TV, social media become. And I've just chosen to, that's the only show I watch. Other than that, I do not watch TV. I don't have notifications on my phone, my computer, right? Shut those off. Yes. Yes. I'm very intentional about my work time, my family time, my workout time, my, you know, whatever, my bath time. Cause sometimes mama needs a bath by herself. You know, I'm just super, super intentional about that. So when I'm working, I'm all in working in like, for example, those 20 hours, but all the rest, I'm not thinking about work while I'm playing with my kids or having time with my husband or working out. I'm really intentional. That takes work. It does. And I didn't even tell you this before we hopped on this. So my word for 2020 is intentional for all those reasons that you just laid out. And I know, you know, for folks that have been listening to this show for a while, you hear me talk so much about that, the differentiation between multitasking versus context switching. And like, you know, sometimes multitasking is good fold laundry and listen to that podcast at the same time. Those are two great activities to do. But the context switching where you're going, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, now I'm an employee, now I'm trying to like, when you are doing that every 30 seconds, back and forth, back and forth, or trying to wear two of those hats at the same time, that's when your productivity just tanks. And so you just totally highlighted that you're all in with what you're all in on in that moment. So that then when you switch, you're not trying to work while you're in the middle of family time. It's one yeah. versus the other. And I Absolutely. think I'm batching titles. Like you said, number one, I'm batching titles, the hat that I'm wearing. Number two, when I'm in that title or in that particular hat, I'm batching what I'm doing there as well. Right? Like how do I work just 20 hours and I have a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, I could go right down and all the things. Most people look at it and they're like, there's no way you're doing all of that in your business in just 20 hours a week. I am, but it's because that door gets shut in my office. I have a part-time babysitter who helps me. I am only, like I said, no notifications on, and I'm just doing that. So I'm recording four podcast episodes every Thursday so that I am not having to show up every single week because it takes a lot of time to get in that mode, right? Thursdays are my podcast day. It's just how it goes. Mondays are my video recording shoot day. But again, I might not be doing that every single Monday because I could do potentially enough for the next six weeks in just one Monday, right? The thing that it really comes down to, and this is how I like to explain it. And I think sometimes this hits people. We all have like a great power within us. We do to do and and be just about anything we want to be. That's in, you know, reality, I'm never going to be a a singer. Let's just be honest. I can't sing. (laughs) Um, 
but that thing that's really on your heart, like I don't have a desire to be a singer, right? I have a desire to do other things. And so I feel like when we truly have that dream or that desire on our heart, it is something we can attain. We might have to work hard at it and grow and expand, but I think we should always be growing. So the point is, is we have this great power inside us. And so very often we allow that power to be put in a way that doesn't serve us and or what we want, right? Most of us are just using that power to hold ourselves back and restrain it because we think it can't be done differently. That's not the truth. I never thought I could do this. I didn't. I used to work 60 plus hours killing myself, making a lot less money too, if I'm being honest. Once I finally figured out how to use my power to work smarter and not harder and to educate myself and get more experience and to connect myself, and that also takes patience. But once I put all of that together, I realized that, wow, I really am powerful. And before I was just choosing to allow it to hold me back. Now I'm choosing it to propel me forward. Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list, I have great news for you. I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge, and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink Bee app. So open up either your app store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink Bee, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only $4.99 US. I will see you inside the app. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. And The beauty of building your own business on your own terms, a purpose-driven business, means that you get to tap into what your unique gifts are, which are going to be different from somebody else's, and you get to serve in a way that is authentic to you when you are doing that. We were having an interesting call with some women last week, and the number one problem I hear over and over from people who are kind of coming into the work-life harmony community is one of their biggest challenges is distractions. They either say, I can't stay focused or distractions. I'd love to get your take on that. I think you shared some already with that addiction. I think so many of us are addicted to the right now button, the notifications, the what's in front of our face. Given that you have these small pockets of time where you are all in, how do you help kind of push those squirrels and distractions off so that you can stay present in whatever role you're serving at that time? Well, That's a great question because this is something that I think it's so simple, but I also think that people are going to be like, Ooh, that's way easier said than done, which is accurate. But the truth is, especially number one, as women, number two, if you're a mom, the to-do list never ends, whether it's in your home life or your business life. And so this little baby that I'm holding right now, baby Lorenzo really kind of opened up my eyes to how I could continue to grow and be better. I really was sacrificing still, not realizing it because I still wasn't working more than 20 hours. But, you know, for example, I wanted to visit with my mom a couple times a week for coffee because, you know, 
life goes fast. I lost my dad when I was young and I don't want to, you know, regret things. And so that was one thing that kind of opened up my eyes. And there was a few other things that I wanted to do. And I didn't want to, you know, I wanted my little one to be able to be right here with me on every call because he needs his mama. He's still an infant. He doesn't need somebody else. And that's not why I worked so hard to build, you know, my life to be able to work from anywhere on my terms, you know, but the realization for me that was big was that that to-do list is never going to go away. You have to be okay with that first and foremost. So if you understand that you could work all day, you could work 24 hours straight and you will still have a to-do list. Yes, you might make a big dent on it, but you will still have something on that to-do list. And then the next day, more stuff is going to be piled onto it. Mm -hmm. So I tried to number one, accept that the to-do list is never going to go away. So what can I do about that? Because I don't want to lose time. Like I don't want to just keep working and keep working and not be able to have that coffee with my mom this week or be able to take an extra podcast call like this with you, you know? So I say to myself, okay, can't change it. The to-do list is never going away. The second thing is I choose every single day to do at least two or three things on that to-do list that if they were to be finished at the end of the night, I will feel accomplished because what we naturally do is just work away at the little things yeah, on the, the to-do things list that don't really matter. Yep. We yeah. do the little things and, or we do five or 10 minutes on this five or 10 minutes on this, but nothing is actually finished. You know, nothing's actually like sewed up. And so I say there's a good chance I might only get two or three things done on that to-do list today. So what are the needle moving things that are going to make me feel good when I go to bed at night and not keep me up? Because one thing that I have noticed with most female entrepreneurs is we go to bed at night thinking that we aren't good enough simply because we aren't moving forward as fast as we want. Now, I'm absolutely the person that's going to tell you, you do have to have more patience because sometimes it's like a rite of passage in entrepreneurship. You know, you just have to have those stumbles and those falls and those learning moments, but it doesn't mean that we aren't good enough, but somehow because we didn't make as enough moves today as we wanted, we go to bed at night and we're like, oh, we didn't do this, which is going to hold us back from getting more customers next week, which is going to you know, impact my income next month, which ultimately now makes me feel bad because I'm not going to be able to put that money in that bank that I wanted. You know, we're not going to go on vacation. I can't buy my kids hockey stuff. And And then exactly before you know it, you're like, I'm such a crappy mom. My husband, what? I mean, God bless him for letting me do this, but man, I'm not holding up my end of the bargain right when we're in the meat of really growing it before you know it you've picked yourself apart to being totally worthless not capable of doing this etc all because you didn't just take control in the morning and say i'm going to make sure i get two or three things done that actually make me feel good instead of 10 nonsensical which is not a word but i use it all the time (laughs) welcome to the world of jesse i make up words all the time but you know because you only chose to do those 10 little things that didn't make you feel good at night and so i think it's understanding that to-do list is never going to go away. This is a long roundabout way to share it. But then number two, being really, again, intentional with what things you intend to actually get done at the end of each day and make sure they're needle moving things, right? Because you might only have two hours that day. Use them wisely. I went through that exact process this morning because yesterday was a day where I didn't work at all. So of course, and I knew it, but still you get that stress of the stuff. Yeah. All these little things I wanted to quote clean up this morning. Yep. None of them were really going to change or move the needle. 
So I had to turn everything off. And I said, I've got two hours. And this one thing, is, it has got to get done. And then I find, I'll be interested to see if you do this as well, what I thought was going to take two hours only took an hour and 15 minutes. And I was like, and now I had those 45 minutes freed up to start doing some low-hanging fruit, but I never even would have launched into that task if I waited till later in the day to go tackle it. Yeah. You know, the quote that everybody says is a rising tide raises all ships, right? And it's the truth. When we put our focus on what matters most, all of a sudden there's room for all the other things too. So yes, I might plan to only get two or three things done, but I almost always get 10. And then I go to bed feeling like a real big rock star, right? And so, yeah, I think that is the biggest thing. You have to work your way. I actually say all the time, you need to work your way down the ladder versus up the ladder. When I set goals, I don't figure out how to take step one per se. I first, before I figure out what step one is, I first look at the goal and then I work it backwards, right? Because if I don't know what the goal is and I don't work it backwards, I can't even say there's eight. What to do today to help Exactly. There might be eight steps to get to goal eight, but if I don't know what step eight, step seven, step six is, I have no idea what step one should be, right? So I say you should work your way backwards versus forwards. And when you do that, you actually end up being able to take off a big bite more than you even thought. That's true. I like that. And you know, when you were talking about how we lay in bed and churn on all the things we didn't get done, that is one of the things I really encourage everyone to do is at least weekly until you can get used to doing it nightly is when you're getting ready to be done for, you know, end your week or end your evening, take a minute, even if it's literally just one minute and write down what you did do that day. Because we as women are so quick, you may have a to-do list of 20 things and you checked off five of them. Instead of celebrating those five, you sit there and beat yourself up for the 15 that didn't get checked. And so I find if you can get into that mind shift of celebrating the things that did get done every day that just puts you in such a better space when you step into the next day because you're going to bed celebrating instead of beating yourself up because there's always stuff that's not getting done always. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so it's that focus, that intentional focus. I mean, the truth is we attract what we are, not what we want. Right. So when you're putting your focus on that positive, then you're going to continue to grow and feed that positive instead of the negative. And you're going to, yes, have those things kind of in the back of your mind. Absolutely. So I shut off whenever I work, I actually shut off 15 minutes early. I do exactly what you said. I celebrate in my mind on a piece of paper. If I, you're on video, so I can show you. I'm still an old school pen and paper type girl. I mean, you know, that's why. (laughs) Yes, girl. I love pen and paper first, but like, yeah, I celebrate what I got done. And then I do actually get a game plan for when I'm going to be checking back into working. What are those next two or three things that I'm going to be working on? Right. I also think that if you do not evaluate yourself, then how can you possibly improve? Right. I really think that that's the important, like you said, for now, if you just got to start out doing it once a week, go for it. But in time, you're going to see the power in that. You'll want to do it daily, right? Like I look forward to writing out my to-do list daily. I look forward to working out. (laughs) I look forward to eating well because what I get on the other side of that feels so good. And again, it's, we attract what we are, not what we want necessarily. So you can say, I want to work out and feel better. I want to lose weight. I want to, whatever I want to grow my business. I want to, 
doesn't matter if you're not showing up as who you need to be to achieve that, then it's never going to happen. And so just putting your mental focus at the end of every week, or in my case, every day on what you were most proud of and what you saw did move the needle. That's what's going to keep you moving forward and ultimately building momentum each and every day. I love that. I've just wrote that down. We attract what we are, not what we want. That's really powerful. I love that. Yeah, right. You can be my nice to know for the week <laughs> up on my desk. Yes. Well, thank you so much for pouring in and giving us your precious time because I, I know how valuable that is. I'm going to ask you a crazy question that I ask all of my guests. So I am an avid shoe lover. I have a slight problem with my shoes. So I always love hearing from everybody. What is your favorite pair of shoes? Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. I love this. Okay. <laughs> some of the so, answers I get. <laughs> I'm not going to answer it in probably the way you would expect because <laughs> it's funny. I am not a shopper. I like to look good. I like to feel good, which means you can guarantee I want a cute outfit, cute pair of shoes, nice pair of earrings, some fake eyelashes, right? Because it makes a difference in how I show up, although I'm looking like a hot mess today because this is just my day. I keep it real. But truthfully, the only thing I can tell you for my favorite type of shoes are going to be a Marshall pair of shoes. Whatever I can buy at the Marshalls around the corner from me, I'm a deal because I grew up, you know, learning how to respect and appreciate your dime because we didn't have a lot. And I still now am a clearance shopper. I can't help it. I can't help it. So I it's a Marshall it store. almost more prideful. People like that. I'm like, oh, I got such a good deal on these. <laughs> I feel like yes. and, and I joke, right? Millionaire mompreneur, the girl that I very rarely splurge on material objects. I do sometimes. But for me, I'm very much about experiences. experiences so yeah. I want to, you know, I'm planning my trip to Disney with my mom this morning over coffee. We're planning my 10th anniversary, whatever it's called trip with my husband, right? Like those are sort of things and stuff with my kids. We don't buy a lot of things. And so I wish I could tell you as a shopper and I can name a brand of shoes, but I can't. I mean, one of my guests, his favorite shoes was the camouflage Crocs. So, you know, we oh, hear- how cute. Crocs, Crocs. I mean, they look awful, but they're comfortable. I can't do them. They don't fit my feet. I don't know. I've tried. I don't own a pair either. Look at the fuzzy insert. I can tolerate those in the winter. They feel good. That is too funny. Where is, and I'll put all your contact info in the show notes, but where is the best place for people to start binging all things Jesse? Yeah, you can always go to my website, which it's the same link. It's jessieharrisbouton.com or millionairemompreneur.com. That's my brand. But the best place to interact with me or to kind of learn more about who it is that I am and what I do is right on my Instagram. It's jessieharrisbouton. I basically am a huge fan of growing relationships. So if you message me, you can guarantee that you will probably either get a voice message and or a video message back from me. But I'm over there sharing everything, life and business growth on your terms. Very much simple, high impact because I'm not somebody who wants to kill myself. I'm somebody who wants to show up, get in, get out and, you know, be successful and happy. So if that's what you're about, head on over. I love following you on Instagram because it is so real. Your video working out <laughs> just it gave me the biggest smile, especially when your son joined in on your dancing. Oh my uh, God, this morning's yes. Welcome back after six weeks of baby. I was like, let's do this. Oh, I mean, you look amazing after six weeks. I, 
Well, thank you. That's just because I eat well, right? It's because I eat well, but thank you. Yes. I would love to connect with your people more and lift you and them up. Do not hesitate. We are stronger together. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.